Good morning. Good morning. My name is David Greenhaw, and I'm the interim senior minister here at Naples United Church of Christ, and we're very happy to see you here this morning, and especially glad to welcome those who are joining us remotely. We're uh, delighted to have you uh, join us both live and later streaming, uh, or on the recorded version, so delighted that you're with us this morning. Especially want to uh, welcome those of you at Arbor Trace this morning. Thank you. Good morning. I'm Reverend Angela Wells-Bean. I'm your Minister for Congregational Care, and we are thrilled that you are here with us on this Palm Sunday. I'd like to ask you to register your attendance, and so if you are here in the sanctuary, go ahead and grab those blue attendance pads. They're right in your pews, and please take a moment to fill those out. We do register your attendance and make sure your information's updated in our database, so if anything has changed, go ahead and write that down. And if you're worshiping with us remotely, please write your name in the comments section. Tell us where you are this morning. And while you're there, you can click on a link, which will pull up a PDF of our bulletin, so you can follow along. And also, today is Communion Sunday. So if you're joining remotely, you can take this opportunity to gather some elements so that you can participate with us in communion a little bit later on in the service. So um, this is a special day today because it's Palm Sunday, and I hope you got palms when you uh, came in. I want to give you a little uh, lesson on how to use them when we do the procession. Wave them, don't whip them. So uh, <laughs> that was for the children, not uh, anyone not else. So, uh, so um, I want to describe to you, uh, I want to skip on the other side of Holy Week and Easter and tell you that on the 16th of April, that Sunday morning, we have a very special guest preacher. It is the candidate that has been selected by the search committee and the executive committee to present to the congregation as the uh, new senior minister of Naples United Church of Christ. After that, uh, 9 o'clock and then the uh, 11 o'clock worship service, there will be a specially called uh, congregational meeting, one item of business to... uh, to vote on this uh, candidate uh, to be called to be the senior minister. Um, It's very exciting. It's exciting for me because I've been an interim to get you to this point. Uh, And uh, it's exciting for the congregation. I hope you're able to join us in person on that day. But if you're not able to join us on person, you may join uh, virtually and uh, watch it on any of these channels that we have. The 1215 meeting will be a webinar. That is, you'll get information that will allow you to log in. uh, And when you log in, you'll be able to ask a question if you want to and to cast your official vote uh, for for all members and associate members uh, to vote. We need a quorum. I don't think we're going to worry about that, but it'll be great to have a big group gathered for that Sunday. And there will be also opportunities to get to know the candidate, both in person and virtually through meet and greets on Saturday the 15th, and you can read about those details in your bulletin. So now we'll rewind back to, we fast forwarded, now we're rewinding back to next week. Um, So we announced a few weeks ago that this year our Easter flower offering and our Easter offering are combined. There will be one recipient, which is to support refugee resettlement here in Southwest Florida in partnership with Lutheran Social Services. And um, so if you would like to contribute to the the flower offering and have your loved one's name printed in the bulletin next Sunday on Easter Sunday, please get those flower dedication forms back to the church office by tomorrow. That deadline is tomorrow. 
and you can get those forms in the narthex on your way out. So um, now we will rewind completely, and I just want to walk you through this week, because this week is the holiest of weeks in the Christian church, and it's named appropriately so, it's Holy Week. And that begins today with our service today. On Wednesday, we'll have the last of our midweek meditations. Um, It'll be right here. I'll be bringing the meditation and... uh, uh, Blair Francis uh, will be the uh, musician, the wonderful flutist who's uh, with us often. Uh, then on Thursday in the evening at 7 o'clock, we will have a Monday Thursday service and what's known as a service of tenebrae, the service of darkness. That service, and for me, is one of the most meaningful of the year. I really hope you'll make an effort and join us for that service at 7 o'clock on Thursday. On Friday, we'll have a very small, quiet, Good Friday service at, uh, at noon in Gates Chapel. Those of you who would like to come for a moment of prayers, it'll be 15, 20 minutes uh, is all in the uh, Gates Chapel. Then at 7 a.m., as the sun comes up, we will have a congregation gathered at, uh, on the beach at Clam Pass, and uh, we will have an Easter sunrise service. I just want to take a minute and uh, tell you about this. Those of you who've ever lived up north, have anyone ever lived up north? Uh, uh, I've done, I have done Easter sunrise services with down coats and hats and gloves and in the snow. You have an opportunity to be on one of the most beautiful beaches in the world and celebrate Easter there. Please join us. We'll start promptly at 7 which means that you need to gather in the uh, parking lot near the shuttle uh, to Clam Pass. The hotel has been gracious and will be running shuttles. You'll be taken out to the beach. There'll be seats there and uh, join us for worship there. And so we won't miss you in the next service. You can come back for the 9 o'clock or the 11 service, and I promise to have a completely different sermon, although the subject will be the same Easter. Um, So... uh, Nine, seven, nine, and eleven, and then at one o'clock, I'm taking a nap. <laughs> Between the nine and eleven a.m. services, like ten, 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 fifteen-ish, we will have an Easter egg hunt for the children of our church, and that will be right out here in the grassy area. And we need folks to help um, create kind of like a human. Barrier, if you will, yeah, adult, a, human, a, a, human, uh, a human fence between yeah. the children and the traffic. And so please, uh, you're here for the 9 a.m. service. We trust you'll be here next week for the 9 a.m. service. Um, and then go get a cup of coffee and then join us out for the Easter egg hunt to watch the kiddos get all those treats. That'll be a lot of fun. And we have, uh, we've hired some parking assistants yeah. next week so that we won't be bumping into each other and uh, they'll be directing traffic. So mm-hmm. you'll maximize the parking next week. Well, lots going on here at Naples United Church of Christ. Let us now begin uh, with Palm Sunday and the procession of palms. Remember to have your palms. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road and the others cut branches from the palm trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. 
I invite you to turn to your bulletins and join me in our invocation. Let us pray together. God of the cross, tottering down the streets of Jerusalem on a donkey, you are not the savior we expect. Your power doesn't look like the power we want our God to have. We are happy to join the crowd waving branches, but not so sure we want to follow you through this holy week into the temple courts, into the upper room, into the garden of Gethsemane, to the high priest's house, to the assembly of elders, to Pilate, to Herod, to the place of the skull, to the foot of the cross. Be with us this morning as we commit to this journey. Grant us clear vision, courageous hearts, persistent steps. Amen. I invite you to be in a spirit of prayer with me as I lift up this morning's pastoral prayer. Almighty God, on this holy day of palms and passion, we come to you in prayer with mixed feelings. We remember your son's triumphant entrance into Jerusalem with the people shouting their praises and waving palm branches. And we join them with our own praises. And yet, we remember too that this wonderful parade for your son becomes another kind of parade so quickly. A parade before officials and booing crowds. And instead of them singing his praises, they are shouting to crucify him. Our hearts are broken by these very shouts and the pain and suffering he bore that day and the days ahead. We confess, O oh God, that we too might have been with the wrong crowd shouting the wrong things. And so we ask you to help us get it right this year. We know that it is because of his choosing to enter Jerusalem and taking the path he knew he was taking that there is hope, grace, and love for each of us. And there are still so many in need of hope in our world. There are still so many in need of your grace in our world. There are so many in need of your love in our world. This week, we recognize Trans Day of Visibility, and so we take a moment to lift up those who are told they are not enough by those who are supposed to love them the most. Holy and mysterious one, enter our lives, our churches, our cities, and our nations once again this day. Heal us, transform us, renew us, draw us closer to you in this holy week. Each of us comes to worship this morning with different cares and concerns on our minds and in our hearts. Whether we are celebrating or suffering, whether we are lonely or depressed or struggling with health concerns, empower us with strength and courage and with the assurance that you, O oh God, you are with us, world without end. We pray this in Christ's name, the one who rode into Jerusalem on a humble donkey, the one who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread 
And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. This morning's scripture lesson comes from the letter to the Philippians chapter 2. And you're invited to follow along in the bulletin if you'd like as the words are printed in there. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. May God bless our modern hearing of these ancient words. I'd like to tell you it's because I've gotten older, but it's not true. I have been a sap for a very long time. Uh, By that, I mean I see something that's poignant, and I start to have little tears that come down my eyes. I can barely watch a movie anymore that something doesn't just catch me. I, I, I see something that's ought to be funny, but it's just so sweet, and I start to tear up. And then I see children doing things, and both eyes start to just drain like crazy. I I don't know exactly what's wrong with me, but I, I feel good that I'm not alone, actually. And the reason I know this is that for our 50th anniversary, we did a video just a nine-minute video, and many of you have seen it, but i got to tell you, if you didn't see it, you have to see it. And I, have, uh, I play a part in it, so I kind of knew what was happening. And still, every time I watched it, I would just tear up a little bit. And that was not so bad. I started to look around and notice that other people did. So let me just describe a scene to you. There's a, there's a, a, a shot where the camera goes right to Susan Mealy. I don't know how many of you know Susan Mealyk, but if you've ever had a cup of coffee or been greeted warmly or anything here, it was Susan who did it. And Susan just has the sparkliest eyes and the nicest face. And as soon as she came on the screen, just right out of that eye, just like that. And then Roger Noland was on, and Roger had just come back from Guatemala this year, and Roger's been so involved in mission of the church, and he describes the mission of the church, and then I get both of them coming down. But that's nothing, because then Jen Rainey is on, and Jen starts to talk, and she describes the memorial garden and how her father's remains are there and his memorial lies there. And she chokes up 
Oh, that was it. Uh, It was all over for me. I couldn't get through the rest of it. I just started to have these tears pouring right down. But everybody who watched it did the same. I defy anybody who saw it to say they didn't choke up a little as well. We do that. We choke up when we see something. We, We get those little tears. Or maybe I'm just projecting. I don't know. It's an interesting thing about us that our emotions aren't really fully controllable. But a little sappiness, that's not the same as a deeper, stronger, overwhelming cry. Not just a tear here, but when you just are taken over with crying. It's happened to me from time to time. It's happened to many of you, I'm sure. That kind of convulsive crying where you're, you're not just weeping, but your body is shaking because the, the, the depth of the problem is not just some nice little sweet thing you see or some tiny sadness, but it's something that shakes you to the core, that takes you all the way down, that just empties you out. And you don't have anything left, and you especially don't have any control. You're just sad and grieving and overwhelmed. This text today from Paul's letter to the church at Philippi describes Jesus as although he was in the form of God did not count equality of God as something to be grasped but emptied himself. This this notion of of being emptied the best I can think about it is when you are taken over by that deep shaking crying when you when you don't have anything anymore when you've lost those things that are so important that you go so far down you you don't actually know if you can get up so it's interesting the the events of this week uh, it's interesting that Jesus rides into Jerusalem on a on a donkey do you remember have you seen all those christmas pictures of mary on a donkey <laughs> He rode a donkey the first time, but in his mother's womb. Now, at the end of his life, he's riding on a donkey again. He comes into Jerusalem. He doesn't come in a big chariot with a big fanfare. He comes with the the hoi polloi is the actual word there. The hoi, the hoi polloi, the everyday folks. The everyday folks who have been down in the bottom. They have been emptied. They don't have much of anything. They've been so emptied. And here is this one who has promised something, done something, is doing something remarkable, who comes into the, to the big city of Jerusalem, brings right to the heart of the organized world. He brings an odd kind of power, a humbling power, a power of humility. So this week, this week we ride, he rides in triumphantly, and next week he will rise triumphantly. But in the meantime, in the meantime, he will come down further and further He will be abandoned by his friends, betrayed by one of his followers, tried and rejected by those who are the ones with the so-called power. And then he will be brutally, horribly killed. 
he will come all the way down. And that depth, going clear to that depth, going all the way down, that is the place from which he is risen up. And when he rises, it will not make being in charge the great thing. It will make humility a part of our life. It will be a recovery from the depth and a granting of God's love to those everywhere. And so on the lips of all will be the name of Jesus, the one who is God, but enters and goes so low and will rise again. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Have this mind that was in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not account quality with God as a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself and found himself in human form, became obedient, humbled himself, obedient even to death, death on a cross. Amen.